Stampede. Garner is in 209, recorded 12-10-2023. Maybe I haven't been clear on this point. Nuclear weapons aren't the way to peace. And if I'm not mistaken, before the war with Israel and Hamas in Gaza is finished, Israel will be attacked on its northern border by Iranian-backed Hezbollah fighters from Lebanon and Syria. And even Iranian Revolutionary Guards crossing over from Iraq. That's my prediction. Of course, I could be wrong, and peace and love might break out in the Middle East, and the Palestinian people will be sending flowers to Israeli families, and Israeli soldiers will be inviting West Bank Palestinians for dinner at Jewish homes in Jerusalem. Yeah, and let's not overlook Israelis and Palestinians falling in love and marrying each other. But the odds of that taking place falls under the category of being nearly impossible. Knowing human nature as I do, it's more likely there's going to be a lot more bloodletting before this thing settles down. If I'm right, that Iran now has nuclear bombs, the odds have increased they're immune from being directly attacked and now have a free hand in conducting a conventional war of attrition against American interests and Israelis' sovereignty. Now, to disclose America's true interests in the Middle East can be described in one word, 
And it's not Israel, it's oil. And if it becomes clear oil reserves in the Middle East are running out, American politicians and military leaders would be hard-pressed to send our all-volunteer army to defend Israel. No, we won't send troops into Israel to defend against a full-scale attack by Iran. Sure, there'll be calls from within our Congress to stand with the only real democracy in the Middle East, but our concerns over the well-being of Israel have always been about having a partner in the Middle East to keep control and distribution of oil flowing out of the Persian Gulf. And if, as I said, oil is running out there, America's withdrawal from that part of the world will be quick without regrets, and Israel will stand alone. Then again, if I'm wrong about oil reserves running out in the Middle East, a protracted regional war is something lobbyists in our government for military industrial companies love, because they convince political leaders in the U.S. Congress to spend money on building weapons. 
Let's face it, after our humiliating withdrawal from Afghanistan, leaving behind over $70 billion worth of military hardware, our military couldn't be caught shorthanded distributing weapons. I mean, our military industrial companies are not only in the Middle East, but in the Ukraine-Russian war as well. The problem is politicians or military leaders were never held accountable for 20 years of fighting and nation-building in Afghanistan. But the lobbyists who became wealthy living in million-dollar homes outside Washington, D.C. in gated communities loved that protracted conflict. They didn't care what the consequences were or for casualty rates. They don't even care if a naval ship is destroyed because they can always convince our lawmakers to spend more money on building ships, claiming sailing our Navy around the world is good for defending America. I don't like calling people names, but lobbyists for military industries are the closest thing to parasites, and the U.S. government would be better off outlawing them, or better yet, putting them in prison. But then again, a whole lot of politicians who funded 20 years of nation-building in Afghanistan ought to be at least incarcerated as well, or face corporal punishment for committing crimes against the American people. I'm a peace-loving person, but somewhere, somehow, something should be done about these so-called patriots that are running this country to ground. The fact that this country has become domestically a military state shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Reminding large American audiences, we know how to keep things straight, both here and abroad. Because this country is an armed paradise.
I'm a natural man, and that means I'm neither a Democrat or a Republican. I stand on the side of the natural world, even though I see how it's capricious and dangerous. So when Israel is faced with continued attacks by a hostile Muslim world, attempting to reclaim for the Palestinian people what they say belongs to them, in many ways, that's equivalent to what takes place every minute of every day in the natural world. Nothing is guaranteed in nature except the need to survive and reproduce. But then again, with our species, we've developed weapons of mass destruction, thinking things like building nuclear bombs will lead to peace. Now, to put this in context, Israel definitely has nuclear bombs. And if Iran has acquired nuclear bombs, Israel will use their weapons if it appears its very survival is in question. The conflict with the Palestinians and many Muslim countries wanting to destroy the Jewish state of Israel could result in a regional war ending in a nuclear confrontation. This is shaping up as a fight to the death. And no matter how horrific the casualties to the civilian Palestinian population, the taking by Hamas of hostages, and the killing of 1,400 Israelis on October 7th, the true devastation of what has begun has yet to be seen. To complicate issues, each year the U.S. Congress is required by the 1974 Congressional Budget Act to submit a budget by September 30th. Instead, it produces a hodgepodge of spending measures to keep the government open and running, passing continuing resolutions in order to submit 12 appropriation bills to the president. Since 1996, the Congress has never passed more than five of its 12 appropriations on time. In effect, the U.S. government is bankrupt and can't decide how much further it must borrow money to stay open. With two wars raging, the Middle East, Israel-Hamas, and the Ukraine-Russian wars, since September 30th, the U.S. has failed to pass discretionary spending for our defense budget and failed allocating money, borrowed money, to spend for the defense of Israel and Ukraine, thus producing an additional crisis because Israel may be forced to rely on its nuclear weapons to survive. The war in the Middle East is far from over and nuclear weapons are in play.
In this country, stupidity reigns supreme. Our political leaders can't decide how much money they want to add to the already $33 trillion debt. And no one is willing to say this country is bankrupt and willing to bring this crime against the American people to an end. Something somewhere will take place that'll cause a collapse of our government. And since I'm in the business of predicting the future, I have to tell it like it is. Things don't look good for us or for most of our human species. A nuclear confrontation in the Middle East would result in enormous casualties, and not just to the people and countries in that region of the world, but to our military as well. The result would be a collapse of the House of Cards, finally causing an abrupt stop to everything. Of course, the effect on the natural world would be uncalculable. And if I'm right that this country has been vulnerable to weapons of mass destruction being smuggled into America, stored and ready to be detonated at any time, a nuclear confrontation in the Middle East could trigger a chain reaction of events with nuclear weapons exploding all across this country. We've never been safe. And when we built nuclear weapons as a means of defense, we opened up the door to our own destruction. We were blinded by our own false pride, our believing we were a special people, that what we were was good for the rest of the world. We were tricked by a need to want more when what we should have been asking for was less. We thought artificial intelligence was going to make us smarter, but it's made us arrogant and ignorant. We lost our way, thinking we could live without the natural world, that all we ever needed were more profits. And that was going to cure the illnesses that started knocking on our doors, on our businesses, and on our streets. No, we were never safe just used like tools.
the sound of inevitability is everywhere. The production of nuclear weapons of mass destruction never were the way for our defense. It could only lead to a silence heard around the world. We thought we were the smartest things on the planet, never accepting we were the most dangerous of all living things. Even the trees in the forests were smarter. We never learned to control the violence, the desire to destroy. We thought we were builders, but all we ever built were illusions of false hope, thinking all we ever needed were more profits. We thought we had the right time by deceiving ourselves, because we thought we had everything under control. But nothing has ever been equal, and nothing ever remains the same. We've run out of a future. The facts are, we were buying when we should have been selling. We thought we had a good life, but we couldn't cure the homeless, the addictions, the mentally ill living on the streets of our cities. You want me to entertain you, to play that syncopated swing, that funk, bebop boogie, that hip-hop, that smooth country to make you feel satisfied. Well, I'm not here to do that for you. You've had enough, and the truth is, you've had too much. No, you flaunted it away for too long. You're over the top, and now you can't even roll down the hill. No, you're transfixed in that never-never land, thinking everything is going to be all right. You've been living in that fairy tale, never understanding you've been used up, wanting more. No, I won't entertain you because you've been tricked into thinking you're something special. Oh, you're fancy, all right, living in that four-bedroom house, a two-car garage, and a swimming pool. But the pain is coming. It's just around the corner. And what you thought you had will be taken away. You see... It wasn't just about the economy, stupid, because you never were safe. You're to be evaporated in a flash. The meltdown has arrived, and that ice cream cone you've been eating is dripping all over everything. You've made a mess, and it's time for the cleanup to begin. And nobody will be laughing.
This week on Garnerisn't, you heard four movie soundtracks by the composer Jeff Russo. First, Moon Miss America for the 2019 Apple TV original series for All Mankind. Then more from All Mankind, Heading for the Landing, followed by more Russo with Water Part 2. Then from Series 2 of For All Mankind, a cut from the track of Reaching for the Case. Next were compositions by Cliff Martinez, Let's Go, from the 2018 movie Den of Thieves, and then to close, a cut from Bank Robbery Capital of the World, another work by Martinez from Den of Thieves. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.